From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. At the end of a really crazy news week, well, we, I can say with great pleasure, it's time once again for WTF Friday! <laughs> Yes, friends, yes, it has been one heck of a week, personally and in the news as well. I'm sorry, I've been battling all kinds of, uh, all kinds of illnesses and problems related to some of the issues I deal with, and I'm sorry I haven't been able to bring you a full week of adventures in podcasting, but we're getting better, I'm getting better, and... The sad part is, I don't think the country is. Now, I know, uh, and before I really get into some of the things that are really hacking me off lately, uh, always you can send us email at inblackandright at gmail.com. You can go to our website, inblackandright.net, uh, to send out comments, questions, shout-outs, what have you. Because believe you me, it's going to get a whole lot wackier before it gets a whole lot better. And also, as always, yes, you can subscribe to our podcast. We're on all of the podcast platforms that are out there, big, small, and in between. So yes, love to have you on board. Tell your friends, because we're going to have some fun from now until the rest of the year and well into 2024. But today, this really was a WTF moment for me. Now, we are approximately 30, less than 36 hours away from a potential government shutdown. Now, of course, yes, you've got uh, all kinds of media outlets. Fox is just kind of like... I guess the best description of it was from Steve Bannon of The War Room. Shut down porn. It's just, you know, all shut down all the time. And who are the people who are going to be responsible and blah, 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 blah. But I saw this story in Axios and I just got, well... Sorry, spicy warning. Uh, it, this is going to kind of turn into in black and rant here for a bit. Because I'll tell you, it's really disgusting and it really hacks me off. So I'm going to give you that warning up front. But uh, I let's see. It. Uh, let me take a look at here. Okay, well anyway. This is from Axios about a day ago. And the headline right there at first just ticked me off it, it totally ticked me off because already i mean it's bad enough we have a mainstream media a corporate media that is intellectually lazy intellectually dishonest and seriously integrity and character deficient objectivity is like a pejorative these are not objective people. These are, well, I mean, I've said it before. Many of these people seem to come from the Joseph Goebbels school of propaganda. Tell a lie long enough and loud enough, and, and there are people going to believe it. But I have my own take on this. But the headline from Axios, the hard right Republicans pushing the U.S. toward a government shutdown. Okay, first of all, the headline is based on a false premise. Okay, it's these there. And first of all, the hard right. I mean, how about you in the journalistic world of the hard left 
sticking up for all your demon crap buddies who along with the rest of the uniparty is turned this country into pretty much an economic hellhole so now give me this they're pushing it first of all these are republicans as opposed to the pub the republicans the uniparty types like mccarthy so getting all upset at people who are being responsible who are well grounded in reality a heck of a lot more than you in the media and also let's throw in kevin mccarthy and all the rest of his buddies who don't seem to understand we right now have major league and i do mean major major league problems and if we don't deal with them now as supposed adults then your kids your grandkids your nieces your nephews whatever they are going to have to deal with the mess that gets left behind and frankly mccarthy and the uniparty and all the dingbats in the senate don't give a damn they just don't so first of all that right there that headline they're not pushing the u.s the u.s pushed itself these republicans these real republicans who have integrity and who they and who care about the american people and what they think they're trying to keep us from going over the cliff so lie number one axios doofuses but this story just tells me the same type of thinking that got us into this mess is going and they're attempting to push it on everybody you know it's like the republicans did this and the republicans did that and they're hard right and maggot it, it's i mean it's already stupid enough that joe biden made that idiotic speech that was just asinine to the core you know that oh those mega republicans is it making america great again i mean seriously this is why joe biden needs to go but i'm i have my own views on what happened with the um house impeachment inquiry but i'll get into that a bit later but i'm going through the story and it's like okay and, and they broke it up into little pieces uh first of all uh yeah and i'll just read the first part of this and and lead into how they broke it down as the u.s careens towards its latest government shutdown infighting in the republican-led house has been on display duh that's been on display since the first week of january hello but anyway so now apparently they're saying why it matters a small group of house republican members refused to back a short-term funding deal in a blow to house speaker kevin mccarthy's leadership that's leaving thousands of government employees to face delayed pay wah 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 don't give me this sob story axios every time there's been a government shutdown oh their pay is delayed and oh my gosh it's going to be terrible for these government employees well how about the non-government employees you dipsticks the people who have been out there in the country making the country work trying to survive you freaking morons trying to find out how to keep struggling literally struggling to keep a roof over their head food on the table clothes on their kids backs and on their backs keeping gas in their cars and you're worried about thousands of government employees facing delayed pay screw you you little freaking weasels how about the millions not thousands tens of millions of americans who are out there fighting to pretty much for their survival and you're worried about a few thousand damn government employees getting their pay delayed please stop it i have no sympathy for these people none because do the numbers i would rather stand with 
tens of millions of Americans who have suffered Bidenomics, suffered Bidenflation, then a few thousand then government employees who are going to get back pay when this whole thing is over. They're getting their back pay. I mean, they can work things out, you know, like, hey, we're, the government shut down when it's back and running. You get your back pay. But the government shutting down as this sort of, oh, no, the sky is falling. The sky is falling. I have had, I've heard that for years, and I just wanted to seriously slap people who did it because they don't think. They're reacting. The government does not totally shut down. Yes, essential things in the government will still continue. Mail will still run. Social security checks will still go to retirees and elderly folks. It's going to be there, okay? It will continue on. Or it's like, okay, somebody does, in, somebody in some departments like, okay, we're gonna have a few people out for these days, and then when they come back, then we're out for a few days. It's like, no, stop it. Anybody who believes this chicken little crap that the government is gonna completely fall apart, just because we have people in the Uniparty, House and Senate, Republican and Democrat, who want to ruin this country, who want to spend it into oblivion just because they're mega donor friends and the, the donor class, the political class, uh, lobbyists and special interests. No, screw it. Anyway, now this is the problem for McCarthy. McCarthy has been a royal pain in the ass ever since January. This is why it took four days and 15 rounds of voting so to get him to the speakership. Okay, and he had to make a lot of promises to get there because the hard, I guess those quote-unquote hardliners or actually those who didn't trust the bastard, they said, hey, if you're going to be speaker, this is what you need to agree to. And he and it was put in writing. This is why Matt Gates has had to say to the irresponsible, illiterate press, this is not about a government shutdown. It's about McCarthy keeping his word. There you go. It's McCarthy's problem. It's not those uh, MAGA Republicans. The MAGA Republicans are the ones who are actually being responsible. I mean, my goodness, remember, this is the same Kevin McCarthy who had, just a few months ago, the debt ceiling deal. He knew he couldn't pass it with Republican votes, so he got, he got Democrats to vote for it. Democrats. And there were, and I was watching this live when it happened when i saw how many democrats voted for it as opposed to how many republicans voted for the debt ceiling deal i thought okay weasel weasel yep and this is exactly what people like gates and lauren bobert and others in the freedom caucus were concerned about and it came true he screwed them over Plus, in, and in the sense, they screwed you, the American people, over. It was supposed to be a one-year deal. It wasn't the greatest deal. I can tell you, there were a lot of conservatives who were not thrilled about it, but it was the best they could get. But now, we, and now when it passed, you know, with those Democrat votes that McCarthy had to go get, I mean, my goodness, who is the majority leader? Steve Scalise or Hakeem Jeffries? I mean, heck, it's a legitimate question given what's already happened. I'm like, no, 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 no. The way, I, I love this. Uh, how Axios wrote it. Just a couple of little points they did. From the story. McCarthy can't lose more than four Republican votes if all members show up to vote while looking to Democrats would imperil his speakership. No, duh. They don't, it's already uniparty. Hell, let's make it, 
know, let's make it real. And, and another thing that they wrote, combined, these hard right holdouts represent about 2% of the U.S. population, the Washington Post reported. I say, so the hell what? These are people who, it, just because they represent 2% of the population from their respective districts, they represent a hell of a lot more than the, than the Washington Compost could ever talk about. There are millions upon millions of Americans who support people like Matt Gates and all the others of the House Freedom Caucus, and it's growing beyond beyond that because Matt Gates isn't part of the Freedom Caucus. He's not. And so this really freaks me out. This absolutely freaks me out listening to this drivel saying that, oh, if you're one of these people, well, they're terrible. <laughs> shut up. Just just shush, please. I'm sick of it. We, we have real issues to deal with real issues we now ever since the debt ceiling deal it has given carte blanche to the biden administration for two years two years of unlimited spending no restrictions no caps on it whatsoever and now we are currently at 33 trillion dollars in debt okay that is a fact, people, not a speculation, not an opinion. That's a fact. And now with a $2 trillion, and I believe it's going to be more than $2 trillion deficit right now, and $2 trillion deficits in perpetuity. So pretty much, Trump gets back into office, he's going to be handcuffed because the Uniparty, Pretty much a lot of these establishment rhino Republicans in the Uniparty screwed him over. But moving on. Now, what they what Axios thinks is happening, some House lawmakers have said they will not vote for any stopgap measure known as a continuing revolution resolution. <laughs> Could be a revolution, I don't know, but resolution to fund the government others have said others have not said they are strictly opposed for, to the short-term measure but have also not approved any options put forth so far members of the conservative house freedom caucus on thursday sent a letter demanding answers from mccarthy on his plan for passing appropriations bills before moving forward on any short-term spending stopgap now, as of last night, there were appropriations bills that were passed. I'd say, what, about four, maybe five of them? And so pretty much about half the government is funded. Now, what really drove McCarthy bonkers is that, a, that $300 million in security aid for Ukraine was shot down. It was shot down and it cannot be brought forth. It can't be brought up again because credit to MTG for doing that, to helping that make that a possibility. So yes, you need, this was part of the agreement that McCarthy signed off on. He did. So we, and part of that was, 12 single-subject appropriations bills, otherwise known as regular order. We were doing that until the 90s, and then came the, you know, the crack cocaine of continuing resolutions, omnibus bills, because this is where we're heading, folks. It's where we're heading. Can we get, I mean, can we have a little bit of a reality check here? That's where we're going. And that's what screwed everything up last year before the House, before the Republicans gained control of the House. And the Senate, screw the Senate. 
Schmucky Chucky and Mitch, the son of a <clears throat> McConnell, are two peas in a pod, really. They're uniparty. And the Senate, you know, apparently they're like, well, no, we're not going to accept anything from the House. It's like, well, then fine. Then Chuck Schumer has is going to be in part responsible for the government shutdown. Biden has said that he's not going to sign uh, some of the bills that were passed. So, frankly, it's not the hard right Republicans. It's the damn Democrats and the Uniparty that's going to be responsible for any kind of a government shutdown. And frankly, Axios, you're not going to find that many people in this country who have any sense. They're not going to be, you know, shedding tears over this. Now, those who have been programmed to believe all the shutdown porn, it's like, oh, it's the Republicans. It's like, shut up. I mean, you, you cannot be taken seriously at this point. But Joe Biden has to figure out what he's, he's going to have to shut it down because he's got people who have enough sense to act like adults and start dealing with real issues. And it's like, uh, I, don't know. I don't know. I mean, ridiculous, people. It's freaking ridiculous. Now, what really cracks me up, you know, about this, the, the last portion of this, uh, of this Axios story, and they call it context. Many of the GOP holdouts this time around were also behind the historically prolonged vote to elect McCarthy as speaker earlier this year. Big freaking deal. They didn't trust him, and he had to basically make, and McCarthy had to make a hell of a lot of concessions. So yeah, big deal. It's like, if you wanted to be speaker, here's what you gotta do. Boom, 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 boom. And he hasn't done it. And this is why Matt Gates went viral uh, the video on the floor of the house when he said just a few days ago, earlier this week as a matter of fact, that McCarthy is not in compliance with the deal he made. And, he's call and he wants McCarthy either to get into compliance or pretty much face the motion to vacate the chair. In other words, get a new speaker. So yeah, and now of course what really blew my mind, how freaking immature Kevin McCarthy is. Apparently, a, a McCarthy-aligned group reached out to some of the biggest MAGA conservative influencers on social media. Uh, DC Drano, Juanita Broderick, other big names on Twitter, on everywhere in social media and they were offering to pay these people money to post very anti-Matt Gates, anti-Freedom Caucus posts and these people said, uh, no, thank you, uh, screw that because they thought they thought and McCarthy thought that these conservative influencers could be bought off. Boy, was he wrong. Oh, mercy. I mean, yeah, this is crazy. I mean, <laughs> obviously McCarthy is nervous. He's scared because frankly, when you're trying to get social media influencers uh, to go after Matt Gates and his efforts, you're scared. That's cowardly. That's Bush League stuff. Oh, baby, that's totally Bush League. But, <laughs> but fortunately, people like DC Drano, great guy. I actually met him last year, but I'm like, get real, people. Get real. Now, of course, they want they have to take a pot shot, Axios did, on these freshmen, these new freshman GOP House members. 
these new MAGA conservatives, um, like Corey Mills from Florida, who is, uh, he's a freshman, he's like, uh-uh, no budget, no recess. He, that's what he's into. Now you've got also Wesley Hunt of Texas. Tough dude. Uh, and, and black. A black conservative Republican. Oh my gosh. Love him. Love to meet him. Um, so they're, and they're going, oh, Andy Ogles, congressman from Tennessee. Uh, like, no, he's basically going for regular order. 12 appropriations bills to be decided on and and also throwing into uh, into this a freshman congressman from Arizona Eli Crane and oh man of course they're going to go they're the others uh, congressman Matt Rosendale from Montana get and folks give them help these people send them email Give them an attaboy. Show them love because they're being responsible while the rest of Capitol Hill has gone seriously wackadoodle. Um, let's see. So we got Matt Rosendale, Anna Polina Luna from Florida. Yay. Way to represent Florida. Uh, Andy Biggs, a staunch uh, conservative from Arizona. Dan Bishop of North Carolina, who sadly is leaving Congress, but he is running for Attorney General of my home state of North Carolina. Cool. Hope he wins. So all my friends in uh, the Tar Heel State, in my home, you better vote for this guy because this is because y'all need it. So yeah, it, it's crazy listening to this story, reading it, and somehow thinking that, well, you know, it's those hardliners, those hard right Republicans. It's like, shut up. My gosh, this is ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> it just cracks me up. I mean, even watch, looking at the Gateway Pundit, and there's a picture of Kevin McCarthy with a blue and gold, you know, Ukraine colors. And apparently there were some senators there. Uh, Joe Manchin of West Virginia, who doesn't look like he's going to be running for re-election. Uh, you got Joni Ernst of Iowa. And Mitt the Twit Romney, hallelujah, praise God, who is not running for re-election in Utah. And believe me, singing the hallelujah chorus there at the Mormon Temple there in Salt Lake City, you better be. Uh, but the, and see, yeah, and I even look, I'm just, I'm looking at this picture from Gateway Pundit. Even in the background, I see uh, Senator Chuck Grassley from Iowa. I'm like, yay happy. But it's crazy. Let's see, hang on a second. Oh, wait a minute, sorry. Gotta make a slight adjustment here. Now, last night the House approved security assistance to the Ukraine. I'm sorry. I I misspoke on that. But it just but you but McCarthy had to have, once again proving the point of Matt Gates, he had to have re Democrat votes. Because looking at the decision last night, it was a 311 to 117 vote and all 117 votes were uh, that were against it were all Republican. So, yeah, so, okay, uh, once again, McCarthy had to go with the Democrats to get the votes he needed to pass whatever he wanted to. This is not, <laughs> you know, this is not going to help him. It's truly, truly not for help him. Not going to help him. So, keep going, Kevin McCarthy. And when you finally, when they finally get, if, if a continuing resolution passes somehow with all the deals that McCarthy is making with those in the Senate, especially Schmucky Chucky and Mitch the son of a <clears throat> McConnell, no, 
Your days are numbered, Kevin McCarthy, if you keep this crap up. Totally, you'll keep. It's not going to help. It's truly not going to help. I mean, good grief. I'm even watching, I'm even reading this story from justthenews.com. Headline, names of potential replacements emerge amid what appears a strengthening effort to remove McCarthy as speaker. I'm like, ooh, this could be fun. Now, of course, if you have to get rid of McCarthy, and you do, who would replace him? No doubt in my mind, Matt Gates. Make Matt Gates the Speaker of the House, and I promise you, you will get a Congress that will absolutely, especially the House, it's going to be blown away. Blown away. Because we will actually have an adult running the house. Holy crap. I don't see it happening because there are enough establishment and rhino types uh, that will absolutely stop that sort of thing. And they will never allow that to happen. I mean, a MAGA, one of those MAGA people becoming speaker. Oh, how dare. That's a mm, mm mm. Now, I don't see it happening, but I'd love to see. Um, you know, who else might? Uh, but apparently, according to uh, the report on Just the News, some of the names that are coming out as possible speaker replacements, you got some good ones, and then you've got some, like, uh, financial, House Financial Services Chairman Patrick McHenry of North Carolina, Screw you, buddy. Uh-uh. No. No, 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 no. Because you, right there beside uh, McCarthy, helped make the seriously screwy uh, debt ceiling deal possible. So, uh, you as Speaker, sorry, McHenry. From one tar heel to another, you screwed this pooch, buddy. Now, I kind of like you know, Jody Arrington, who is the budget committee chair, he's from Texas. Well, I've heard good things about him, but let's take this one step at a time, shall we? Um, let's see here. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Now, President Trump today uh, is in Southern California. Uh, going about to address the uh, California GOP. I believe they're in Anaheim. So let's take a look. See if I can get this. Okay. Yeah, not quite. I don't believe he was there, but President Trump has had one heck of a week. Now, I would, I mean, once again, Trump speaking to uh, blue-collar folks in Michigan, um, union and non-union, and also even some uh, United Auto Workers unions. So this is pretty amazing that... Um, his speech was just, I mean, it was pretty historic in many respects. I mean, dealing with uh, essentially a national, nationalism, patriotic protectionism, as some have put it. And it wasn't a, it wasn't a regular Trump type rally. It was kind of invitation only, a much more uh, intimate setting than uh, President Trump has done, but but he does do them too, and he does it as well, if not better, than a large rally, because these folks, I mean, were union people, union people. This is the part that just blows my mind. Now, we've been told for decades, decades that 
Democrats were the party of the working people, the union folks, and Biden, the most pro-union president. It's like, mm mm-hmm. That didn't go over too well in 2016 because y'all took them for granted. Just like Democrats have taken the black vote for granted and the Hispanic vote. That they're the party of minorities and whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like, well, not so much anymore. Biden is losing support amongst Hispanics. And even more amazing, he's losing support amongst blacks. I mean, come on. Anybody remember the famous or the infamous line? Well, if you vote for Trump, then you're not black. Coming from a racist, mind you. Oh, yeah. Well, Joe Biden's not a racist. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Try to tell me that one when his connections with people go all the way back to Governor George Wallace of Alabama. Back in the late 60s, early 70s? Oh, he is... The things that he said that are so stinking racist... My gosh, people. Don't be so dang lazy. Do some freaking homework. I'm sick and tired of people like, well, you don't know what you're doing. I said, really? Uh, I have a podcast. I do homework every day until your homework is as good, if not better than mine. Sit down, have a Prozac, and shut your pie hole. You can have your First Amendment rights, but you know, I have mine too, and I exercise them. To tell me that I don't have a right to say certain things. I mean, I've already been there, done that. I've had plenty of liberals tell me that, well, I don't have a right to say certain things because, you know, fill in the blank. I said, on the contrary. I have plenty of right to say whatever I wish. And if you have a problem with it, well then, I mean, I just don't get it. I mean, I don't know what your problem is. You know, that's okay. That is okay. Because I don't freak out about that. I just don't freak out about that. And I don't need to. In fact, I have a pretty I have a pretty darn good time doing this. I do. And I'm having fun. You know, it's like the old saying. Do what you love. And you'll never work a day in your life. And that's me. So, but I love his speech. I love Trump's speech. You know, and... (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, It was... I mean, I watched the speech and it was the crowd interaction, the reaction. I mean, these people were fired up. I mean, really fired up. And it was... An absolute night and day difference uh, between (laughs) uh, Biden being there the day before, only there for 12 minutes, spoke for less than a a minute and a half, and then up and left. It's a cheap photo op. And frankly, Biden's campaign is getting real dang nervous in Michigan because given the reaction of Trump being there versus Biden being in Michigan... It's made the Democrats dang nervous because (laughs) even though I'm sure the union leadership isn't going to endorse Trump, even though he's like, hey, have them endorse me. But but they won't. But it's going to put speeches like that are, are going to put the rust belt in play for Trump. Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania. And he will reach out, do a heck of a lot more outreach to union folks or non-union folks. Basically, blue-collar America. The Rust Belt for decades was the, oh my gosh, I don't know exactly what word to use, but it was sort of the cradle of American manufacturing for decades. And yet, the very same Democrats who scream about, you know, oh, the Republicans are terrible. It's like, they're the ones, the Democrats are the ones that come up with these seriously 
twisted trade deals that outsource jobs over to China and other places. So, no. I mean, Trump, go for it. I mean, this is the same sort of attitude that Trump had in 2020 when he reached out to inner city blacks. Hey, what do you got to lose? And given what's gone on, a lot of black men are trending towards Trump, especially during the indictments. Because they understand what it's like to get screwed by a two-tier justice system. They do. And Atlanta proved it in many, many ways. So I'm, lo so I'm loving this. But <laughs> one story, I got to throw this in. I just got to throw this in. Uh, from the National Pulse. Headline, Trump is suing British spy Christopher Steele over fake Russia dossier. And I'm like, whoa, uh, don't get me wrong, Mr. President, but glad you're doing it. But you probably should have done this a little bit earlier. But, you know, hey, make the decisions as you wish. But Christopher Steele, uh, well, be, well, what? he's a foreign national. So what? He's still going to get sued. And it's his idiotic dossier that started the whole Russiagate business, and it was crap. People knew it was crap, but they just pushed on with the lie anyway, including the FBI and the mainstream media, the Democrats. I mean, it's an unholy alliance straight from hell, but, you know, hey, what can you do, folks? Anyway, but that was just kind of a funny one. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> uh, but yeah, that needed to be done. Excuse me, folks. Oh, but, oh, <laughs> yep. Got to throw in a little bit in about the debate. Uh, Donald Trump's in Michigan Wednesday night speaking to a whole bunch of union and non-union labor folks. And of course, Christy Cream, Chris Christie, had to try to be cute by half. He obviously did, he must have forgotten that going after the boss is never a good idea. When he stupidly said about some wise-ass crack that they're not going to call you Donald Trump, they're going to call you Donald Duck. And I know you're listening. It's like, well, first of all, no, Chris Christie. Trump was speaking at the time. And no, he wasn't watching the debate. Number two. Uh, <laughs> trying to make some really cute, you know, being too cool by half remark. Oh, you against him? Oh, Donald Trump has got an army of memers and they are good. So if you want to go and go down that road and play games, oh, there were conservative memers who went to work. And oh my gosh. It was it was it was insane. I mean, Donald Trump's got the best and the the best memers in the game. <laughs> I, I I had to the laugh and on top of that as predicted the ratings slumped again three and a half million less people saw the second debate than the first debate and Trump won and he's cool digging life he's doing whatever it's like hey you know the fact that Trump was actually had really the stones to go in and make his feelings known to the UAW during their strike, that is Trump. That's Trump's style. Go to where the people are, even though you might not get the same type of reception that you would think. But he did. And a lot of these UAW folks, past and present, were coming, uniting 
you know, and cheering on Trump because obviously, and, and Trump laid it out to him. He didn't give him any, any sugar-coated stuff. No, he didn't. He told them straight up, because of what's going on with the Green New Deal and other various things, uh, trade deals and whatnot, the outsourcing of, of jobs, the electric vehicle mandate, and he, he gave it to them straight. Because it is going to kill the American auto industry. One more part of the American economy that Biden and his goofy communist wackadoodle friends have try, are trying to kill. They've already done a number on the energy industry. They've done it on construction, manufacturing, uh, the airline industry, blah, 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 blah. Pick the trucking industry because the green raw deal is going to kill an awful lot of this. They're going to kill an awful lot of the American industry. And yes, and this is what, and the spending, oh yes, the spending. Let's not forget the spending. The spending that's causing the inflation that the American people have had to deal with for over two and a half years going on three. So, I don't know. I, I don't know uh, what's going to go on with this, but this is just in freaking sane. And my friends, the next 36 hours are going to be a real revelation about who cares about you, who's going to fight for you, and who will basically bend over and grab the ankles for their big money donors and special interests and lobbyists. This is going to be a revelation, folks. And frankly, um, it's just, ugh. I, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I really don't know, but my sense is when this nonsense comes out at midnight Saturday, it's going to be absolutely mind-blowing. Uh, and that's the nice way of putting it. That's going to, you know, we're going to find out who is for you, who is against you, and who you need to find, who needs to be turfed out, who needs to be challenged in the primary. That it's going to be that way because Trump is going to need help. He's going to need a Congress with real people, with people who have brains, who are grounded in reality, who are not going to bow at the feet of their lobbyists, friends, and special interest groups, and whatever. I mean, he's going to need help, and... All I can simply say is this. Get ready, my friends. Get ready. The weekend is going to be a stone-cold trip. It just is. And we're going to find out who wants to put your kids and grandkids in debt slavery and who's not. Who's going to try to fight to do the right things to help people. And it's time for those who may not be as into politics or into uh, issues as I am and others, but y'all need to wake up, and that includes my brothers and sisters in Christ. Time to wake up. Find We are funding this madness. We're funding Ukraine. We're funding the weaponization of the FBI, the DOJ, the IRS. We are, we're funding it. We're funding our own demise of the wokeness in our schools and what your kids are being subjected to behind your backs. This is, this is across the board. Who's got your back? Who cares about you? And this vote, you know, whether we go into government shutdown or what, this is going to show you who is for you and who is against you? 
it's about as that's about as simple as it gets and maybe it's even an oversimplification but y'all need to find out who is who's going to help you who's going to fight for you and who's not in congress so we simply wait and see but lastly today um one of the big breaking news items was the passing of California Senator Dianne Feinstein. Now, unlike the sick, twisted, demonic left, I don't cheer when a political opponent passes on. Dianne Feinstein is a person. She was a person with a family and people who cared about her and... I don't know what decision for eternity she made, and I'm not going to speculate. But, you know, she has a family, you know, and they're grieving right now, and they're mourning, and I just simply want to pay my respects and condolences to Senator Feinstein's family. The whole issue of who will be her replacement that will be that will be decided probably within the next week or so because there's going to be people who are going who are already i'm sure putting the screws to gavin newsom to get this done quick to get another democrat in there but we can only see uh what happens but for right now i just simply wanted to express my condolences to Senator Feinstein's family and pay my respects in their time of loss. But my friends, I'm just going to call this a day for a pretty amazing and loaded to the gills uh, <coughs> WTF Friday. But if anything interesting happens over the weekend, uh, I'll be on social media uh, to give you the news, we'll uh, might even do a weekend special depending upon what happens. But for sure, yours truly will be back on Monday saying thank you to everybody and thank you for keeping us one of the top 20 black conservative podcasts to follow on the internet. So for now, God bless. Thank you very much. Take care of yourselves this weekend. And as always, remember, patriots come in all colors.